Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We are going to re-engage the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline as we welcome back to the show from the cult of hockey with his own cult following. Uh, he is the feature writer for the Edmonton Journal. We welcome back to the show David Staples. Hello, David. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Bob. How are you? Good. Did you miss me last couple weeks? Oh, yeah. I'm surprised you don't take longer holidays in the summer though bob like just work 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 man you're just <laughs> middle of summer and you're still going strong gotta grind man gotta grind all right let's get to it david uh, a lot of discussion after darnell nurse did an appearance on uh luke gazdick's podcast where nurse talked about the fact that he gets blamed for everything in edmonton including the traffic on was it stony plain road i want to get the road right. yeah yeah uh, yeah. I got to tell you, I, 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 when I evaluated what happened to the Edmonton Oilers in their playoff loss against the Vegas Golden Knights, uh, I, the nurse CC pairing was listed, but you know, people, some people thought goaltending, some people thought the D wasn't good enough, some people thought the type of defense Edmonton uh, played wasn't good enough. Uh, some people said, where was Ryan Nugent Hopkins even strength in the series? As like, uh, you know. Leon Dreisaitl will be the first to tell you wish it would have had a better game six. Some of the support players would say they should have chipped in more. I didn't get the sense, though, from the as somebody who monitors the listenership on a daily basis on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, and I didn't get the sense that people were solely uh, pointing the finger at uh, Darnell Nurse. That's my perception. I'd like to get your perception. Yeah, I... I think he took a ton, a ton of heat. And now, now he's not saying that he took the most, like a, like he's himself, right? He was, he was a little bit jesting, and he wasn't saying, like, poor me. But I think as a statement of fact um, that he takes, he gets blamed for goals against in the traffic on Sunny Plain Road. He does take a ton of criticism. And it, it, was, it wasn't just um, when he got his new contract. I mean, I think there's been a large faction of fans out there. And this is the case with every Oilers player almost, except for Connor McDavid. There's a large faction of fans who really um, don't appreciate Darnell Nurse, don't think uh, he's as good as all that, and would have been okay if he had, had skipped town. And since he signed the contract, that's only increased. In the playoffs, 
there was a few really high-profile uh, plays, uh, mainly the White Cloud goal, where Darnell Nurse followed his check out to the blue line and out over the blue line for a sec for a microsecond, and then White Cloud steamed down the wing and scored. And it just and it just seemed to ignite the fan base because I, I, I what we were seeing was that kind of play happen again and again and again, and it, and it seemed to everybody that Nurse was, what is he doing? Like, why is he out there? And then it happened to some other players, too. And I, and I, and I think, and what we don't know, you know, he got the blame then, and, and what I've come to think since then is he was probably just following the game plan, maybe not executing it perfectly, but the game plan was to um, follow the players around, the Vegas players around the ice. And I think that, um, you know, that if there's blame on the play, it, sh- it should be more shared between, the you know, the game plan and, and the players. But he did get that play specifically just ignited fans, and there was a ton of criticism, including from me at the time. And I think I might have been a little wrong because I think he, he might have been doing his job. So here's where I say to you, uh, and I know I put this tweet out, and there was blowback on the tweet. Uh, I, I said, you know, Darnell Nurse, uh, over the course of the last three seasons, five on five only, third in the league for defense goals, five on five over the last three seasons. Five on five only, and 16th in the league in five on five points. And he doesn't play on the power play. And uh, we had uh, Dom uh, Lushishin on yesterday, and he uh, put out his uh, uh, worst contract list today. And he's got Nurse ranked ninth in the ninth worst contract. So Seth Jones is number one. Colton Pareko is number two. Uh, you know, Sagan. I'm just now. I'm going to have to whip whip through it here. But I know he's got. Uh, Let's see, Pareko second, the third worst contract in the league. Jonathan Huberto in Calgary, fourth worst deal. Might have been Sagan. I know Sagan was, you know, Tyler Sagan was fourth. Uh, Vlasic was fifth. JT Miller, is he on that list? Uh, he was not in the top. And Braden Shen was sixth. Um, Travis Sanheim was seventh. A lot of defense here. Uh, Ryan Strom was eighth, just signed with Anaheim. Nurse was ninth, and Nicholas Baxter from Washington was tenth. So here's the here's the thing, David. I, for me, he's third in the league in even five on five goals for last three seasons. He's sixteenth in the league in five on five points. Like those are pretty good numbers, aren't they? Uh, amongst defensemen, amongst defensemen. Yeah, if you go and you look at the major statistics for defensemen, so. Um Usage, you know, time on ice. How much does the coach trust them with ice time and even strength on the penalty kill uh, in overtime? If you look at their um, points production per 60 minutes at even strength and their power play points, you know, just kind of major basic statistics for defensemen. Um, Darnell Nurse ranks very highly. He he ranks, he's ranked in the last uh, three seasons. I think he's been consistently in either the the top 10 or the top 15 for these really basic statistics. Now, the problem is there's no, there, there really isn't any kind of, publicly available stat that measures fairly and accurately that we're all going to agree on at least the defensive prowess of, a, of um, players in the NHL including defensemen so this is more of a judgment call in terms of how a player does defensively and um, you know I, I, what I would say is this that nurse plays we do know uh, from Darcy McLeod's work that Darnell plays against 
the toughest competition um, consistently of almost any NHL player. He's out there night in, night out against the top attackers of other teams. And it's going to, you know, it, he, he does make mistakes. You know, we track that at the call to hockey, how many mistakes he makes on grade A shots he, he gets. But, but he makes plays. a pretty low rate of them, Bob. He makes a pretty low rate of those mistakes for a defenseman who's out against that super tough competition. Now, he's not as good as Adam Larson used to be in, in that regard. Adam Larson was a superior defender, and I do think there's room for Nurse to grow in terms of what people perceive as him running around too much. And that could be partly the order system that has to grow and, and shape, um, you know, give him more defined responsibilities because I think if he plays a more settled game, that guy could be a killer uh, on defense in terms of shutting down even the best players. And I just think it's the, the, the coaches and the players and everyone's got to get together and come up with a system defensively that works for the Oilers. And I think that's probably going to happen. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. I mean, Darnell Nurse suggested, you know, he gets blamed for a lot. Is there a degree of truth to that with the Oilers fan base? Quinn has texted us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Quinn says, I think a lot of fans that bash Nurse just do it because they hear it and see other fans doing it and don't do it because they know what they're uh, talking about. I can tell you, during the season this year, uh, <laughs> somebody close to me in the stands at a game told a fellow to shut up during the game about Darnell Nurse. Like it got to a point where it, this individual uh, just looked at the dude and said, you don't know what the blank you're talking about. Shut the blank up. And uh, it, 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 so it was, it was a pretty fun. I have to be careful. I almost had to come out uh, out of the broadcast booth to deal the situation. Everybody's entitled to. There's an old saying: you pay your dollar, you get a uh, you get to holler. This text comes in. Bob, Nurse is a D man. Edmonton needs him to shut down the opposition. They don't need him to score. They have that covered. Well, you tell us. Text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. David, is part of this just a salary, the $9.25 million. Some people, he's because oh, as long yeah. as he's not on the first unit power play, like if he's on the first unit power play, he's putting up 55, 60 points a year. Yeah, and, and, and I don't think he's a great power player. He'd be okay on, in, in that role. But, yeah, I think, you know, Dom is uh, – he's, he's essentially assigned a certain type of defenseman to his list there. And it's a big, strong um, defensive defenseman who um, are, are probably really good defensively shutting down top competition, but don't put up a ton of points on the power play. Um, do get their fair share of points and even strength, though. So that's Dom's list was checkered with that, that kind of player. So yeah, if Darnell Nurse was uh, on the power play, he'd be he'd be um, he there would be less criticism. Bob, your story about the fan in the stands just I just had a terrible moment, like my worst moment as an Oilers fan. It was back in the early '80s, and I was at a game with my friend, and we we didn't like Pat Price. We thought he was just totally rancid. Is the truth, and it's that's not we. So we were yelling. Big mouth, young 20-year-old guys, price, price, get off the ice. We were screaming at the and, and about halfway through the game, I noticed that the elderly couple, uh, gray-haired couple in front of me, were talking about Price, using his first name, and, and starting to talk about him like, well, Pat's playing a pretty good game, and Pat looks good out there. And, and it struck me that they were Pat Price's parents, I think, sitting right in front of me in the stands as I was, my big mouth was, was running. And I just, I, I felt terrible at the time. And your story really reminded me of that. 
Yeah. Uh, well, uh, it wasn't. Uh, it, it was a middle-aged guy that was beacon off, uh, and it was it was a couple of women that were like telling them to shut up. So oh, that's, good. that's good. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. So lots of women play hockey in in, in Canada and know a lot about hockey. So yeah, well, this this is, uh, they they know a little about hockey. Let's just put it that way. Uh, so <laughs> I, it's so, so that was one of your because I had an experience. I don't know if I I've told you this, David. Remember Bobby Smith? Yeah, yeah. He was playing for Minnesota, and I had seats about four rows above the Minnesota bench. And this is when you had the shorter glass. And he'd mm-hmm. gotten in a fight the night before and had two black eyes. And he's skating back to the bench. And I have a – when I want to belt it out, I could belt it out. And it was the time that Rocket Richard had the Grecian uh, formula commercial. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I said, hey, Bobby, two minutes for looking so good. And the whole Minnesota bench turned around and started laughing. They actually thought that was a pretty good one. Now, uh, you know, but... I wonder how he felt. Yeah. Maybe yeah. he laughed. Maybe he laughed. Oh, yeah, it's all good. Uh, are you concerned at all the way it's going with Bouchard or McLeod, or is this just all the byproduct of doing business in the, the modern era in the NHL? Of course, uh, Evan Bouchard does not have arb rights. Uh, Ryan McLeod does. Some of the arb rulings, I think, are favoring uh, the McLeod camp in their ongoing negotiations. Uh, yeah, that's what that's what concerns me. I mean, some I mean some Philadelphia player center that I'd hardly ever heard of got I think two and a half million. I'm thinking what? So. Uh, that was not a good moment. You, you know, I, I think that uh, to get an extra year on both those deals, the owners you know, will probably go around $4 million and $2 million a year would be my hope. And I just hope McLeod doesn't bump up higher than that. I mean, I don't. I, I have nothing against him getting paid more, obviously. I think he's a really good player. And, um, you know, arguably might be worth uh, more than $2 million a year. And if he develops, certainly will be the case. I mean, he is going to probably be the third-line center this year, and he's a... He's developed very well, but you know we all know about cap implications in this day and age, and that would be not good for the orders. The less they get paid, the better it is for the team, the worse it is for them. Uh, but I, I, I really hope um, the orders get that second year on a Bouchard deal because I think they're getting the whatever they pay year. him this summer, they're going to pay him paying him double year. next summer. They're paying yeah. the second year on the Bouchard deal. Okay. Yeah. So let, that's uh, that would be the goal, and I'm, if that's the deal, then that's great. And I, no, I'm not concerned. Um, there's always talk of offer sheets; they never seem to come about. So. All right. Well, so my guess is uh, two at around two for McLeod, and two at around four for Bouchard, and that'll keep the number down for a season from now from Bouchard. Who, by the way, the Oilers did not scratch in the final game of the year, and that allowed Bouchard to hit another bonus. That that should be mentioned as well. I remember that. Uh, yes, uh, you can look into it, uh, and we'll have Puckpedia's Hart Levine on tomorrow's show to maybe discuss that as well. David, uh, I, I want to do this because I know you were tweeting uh, a bit about Barbie this week. Um, have you seen Oppenheimer or Barbie yet? No, and and, um, and Bar- I'm not going to go see Barbie. It just seems like I'm just not interested in it. I thought it might be just kind of a fun movie, but it seems like it's a, a political movie, and I'm not interested in a political Barbie movie is the truth. But Oppenheimer, it's getting such rave reviews, Bob, including from you, best, that best I'm, I'm now convinced i got to go. Best movie I've seen in the last 10 years. The pacing and the tempo. Like, usually, you know, you find out a movie's three hours. You're like, yeah, and, and you know what? I saw Mission Impossible, whatever it is, six or seven as well. Uh, when I was okay. off, and it was pretty 
pretty good as well, but this yeah. Oppenheimer's off the charts. Better than Top Gun Maverick? Like, I, I mean, I just said that was it, a great Hollywood movie, uh, the, the latest Top Gun. I didn't see, I didn't see Top, Top Gun Maverick in, in, in the theater. Like, I saw that one, actually, I saw that one last year when we were on, uh, on the break and watched it in a hotel room. But, no, man, Oppenheimer is, for me, was off the charts, David. So, there you go. Uh, one final one for you. Uh, did you keep? Did you see any of the changes to the uh, federal? Look, because you are... What, 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 the provincial affairs columnist for the Edmonton Journal, but obviously politics is part of what you do outside of the cult of hockey. Uh, anything significant from your perspective on uh, did Jibo get taken out of uh, the mix <laughs> federally, or, or what, what's happening there? I, I, you know, I haven't been online in a couple hours. It, I, I, I don't think he did, and um, that's the key for Alberta. It's, actually, it's not the key. Like he's just one person. It's the, the key for Alberta is that people with all these really terrible ideas about having less energy, scarcer energy, um, get out of power in politics. Canada needs to be like the smart countries in the world that are pursuing, you know, every bit of energy they can get. So they're, they're getting all the oil and gas they can get. They're getting all the nuclear they can get, all the hydro, um, all the wind and solar. That's what China is doing. That's what smart countries do. Canada seems gripped by people um, who demonize certain forms of energy, and they're uh, they're going to bankrupt this country, Bob, and make everything more expensive. So there's my political commentary of the day. Well, uh, we'll leave it at that. So everybody's got to ease up a bit on Darnell Nurse and let Darnell Nurse be Darnell. Uh, David's not concerned. Bouchard and McLeod are going to get done. And how do people follow you, David? Uh, at the Cult of Hockey on X. <laughs> Yeah. That's a whole other statement in itself, isn't it? Thanks, Dave. We'll talk next Wednesday. Bye, Bob. All right. Royal Pizza, pizza, pasta, and so much more. You can get a free two-liter Coke with a purchase of $35 or more at Royal Pizza online at royalpizza.ca or on the Royal Pizza app. The staffer recommendation of Royal Pizza is the Mediterranean chicken. Everything's real at Royal. It's old school, to say the least. 50-plus years in Edmonton. Royal Pizza still making it great. We'll come back with this day in Oilers history as we wrap Oilers now after this. Got a ton of texts rolling in on the Ashley Five Floors text line. Thank you to everybody that uh, uh, timed in. Said, uh, hey, Bob, uh, how is uh, Barbie a political movie? It was made for little girls, was it not? I don't necessarily, I've not seen it, so I, I, I don't know if I can comment on it. Um, we'll wait and see. Uh, this text comes in from Mark in the Peace Country, and he says, Darnell Nurse is a great athlete, he's a great person, he's a great skater, he's a great role model, and he's a great teammate. He gets flack for a contract that's not great. Uh, he signed multiple bridge contracts and then got paid. He'll continue to be everything I stated above. The contract is the contract. Darnell Nurse is part of the leadership group of the Edmonton Oilers and wholly deserving of it. Three years ago, I didn't feel... Uh, uh, this way, Darnell Nurse has changed my mind, and I've never met him. He's a dignified man. That one comes to us from Merck in uh, Peace Country. Well, he is a great athlete. Uh, he's certainly willing to engage and uh, uh, is continuing to grow, and he'll tell you that uh, he's, he's trying to become uh, continuously better at everything that he does. He's unquestionably a great skater. He's involved in lots of different uh, charitable organizations in the city. Was up for the uh, humanitarian award in the NHL this year as well. We go to 
This day in winter's history is brought to you all season long by New West Travel. Serving travelers since 1979, you can book your vacay today at newwesttravel.com, and we'll tell you point blank, we got a winter's now roadie going up to Nashville. Brendan, you're going to be hosting the night before the Oilers play. October 16th, mark it down. You're hosting that night, okay? You up for it? I got it. You got it? I can take care of it. You uh, you planning for the wraparound this year? Let's <laughs> <laughs> keep that. Yeah, we'll keep, we'll keep that under wraps. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Probably, to be honest with you. What do you have? There's two, there's two former winners born on this date, and uh, you did not pick Tyson Berry. So who'd you go with? I did not pick Tyson Berry. I picked Peter Sarno instead. Only played seven NHL games, but six of them with the Oilers in the year 2003-2004. He scored one goal, was at times a point-per-game player in the American Hockey League had back-to-back seasons of 120 plus points in the OHL. It just obviously never translated to the big league. You know how Trip Tracy talked about the fact that he played with guys at Harvard that would have benefited uh, coming out of the 0405 lockout. Sarno had a chance to be one of those guys, and it just didn't ultimately come to fruition. Reed Wilkins has inside sports night. What's he got shaking? I'm going to jump aboard and talk a little bit of uh, Elks and Lions, which is coming up this Saturday on 6.30. Chad, probably some Oilers talk as well. And then you'll hear from uh, BC Lions defensive end Matthew Betts, who was originally an Edmonton Elk, and this year he is leading the CFL in sacks. So he that's, Canadian? That's a tough one to let go. Yeah, he is. you got to scratch your head, man. I'm just the, the Canadian guys leading the league in sacks? Yeah. And he was Elk's property. He sure was. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, coming up tomorrow, Evans Oilers assistant, assistant GM Keith Gretzky in studio from 1 to 2. We'll talk about Keith's journey in the game. Uh, Puckpedia's Hart Levine at uh, 1235. Derek Scott, Brendan Escott will be helping me out on tomorrow's edition of Oilers Now. Up next, the Global News Weather Traffic Update with Kevin Robertson, followed by Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3, then Chelsea Unchained from 3 to 6. So long, everybody.